fourth guy in. <laughs> There's nothing better than big white guys talking sports, and that's what we're about here. Guys being dudes. <laughs> and we're about to be some guys being dudes. Uh, let's talk some Tennessee Titans now with Greg Arias, good buddy of mine, also now covering the Tennessee Titans with alltitans.com, Sports Illustrated and Fan Nation. You can follow him on Twitter at Greg Arias Sports. Greg, thanks so much for joining us, buddy. Thanks for having me in. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. So Tennessee Titans today, the 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 state of the Tennessee Titans. Where where because you're jumping back into it. Obviously, I know you keep up with the Tennessee Titans, uh, but now back professionally doing it. Where when you think Tennessee Titans current state, where do you where do you give that? Where does it, where does your brain go? Well, I think it's somewhere above what it was. Uh, during the Mike Malarkey days, but uh, certainly not what it has been in at least two years ago when this team was the division champ. And I say that because you got to think about what happened and what this team endured last year, the injuries that they had, the offensive line being a mess. And yet in the midst of a six game losing streak, they went to Jacksonville and led with two minutes and 51 seconds to go in that game that would have won them the division. So I saw a thing yesterday where FanDuel did a much too early ranking and had Jacksonville at number nine. I think that's way too high. They had the Titans at 24. I think that's a little bit low. I think those numbers are closer to the middle of the pack for both of those teams, because if Jacksonville is really that good in number nine, then they should have had no trouble disposing of that Titans team in Jacksonville in the final game of the season and not have had to wait it for a fumble recovery to have won that game to ultimately win the division. I, it, it, I understand that thought, and just to go a little bit deeper into that, it is that one game, but when you look at that Tennessee Titans season, it's the seven-game losing streak I think that a lot of people are going to point towards more than just the one singular play or the one singular game even at that one. Do you think that at all is going to play a factor going into this next season, just the amount of losing they did at the end of that season and really the the way they did have a, a vice grip on the AFC South, we, I, I, I sat here and I imagine a lot of other people did at some point in, in, in that season and said, well, Titans are definitely going to win the AFC South. I mean, they have like a 90-whatever percent chance. And then nobody expected what was going to happen, obviously. They thought at least going to pick up one win on that time frame, and they never did, obviously. Uh, do you think that's going to affect this season, especially how they look at this offseason going into the next season? Well, every year has an effect on the, the next year, obviously. Uh, they've got some tough decisions to make as far as the salary cap. But if you go back and look, Kansas City just won the Super Bowl. This team went into Kansas City and had an opportunity to beat the Chiefs on their home field with Malik Willis playing quarterback and not Ryan Tannehill. So that kind of is another example of where – this team is not as bad as potentially that seven-game stretch. Now, don't get me wrong. They lost the games, okay? But given the factors of what they went through as far as the injuries, Tannehill and, and so forth and so on, uh, it was just a lot to overcome. But they've got some decisions to make on Tannehill for one, Taylor Lewan for another, uh, Bud Dupree. These are all guys, Robert Woods, that uh, I think probably more than likely – won't be back with the team next year, with the exception of perhaps Tannehill. Uh, we have to see what kind of happens with him. Uh, Rappaport put out today that the Titans are interested in Derek Carr, who's going to be released tomorrow by the Raiders. I think those things come down to numbers. What's Carr going to want? What can they possibly do in a restructure with Tannehill? 
to get themselves some more uh, capital to be able to go into free agency and, and sign some guys that uh, can help this team, and in particular on the offensive line. Talking with Greg Arias, covering Tennessee Titans for alltitans.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Greg Arias Sports. Bruno Reagan, what you got for Greg? Greg, I wanted your opinion on the Titans. Probably the biggest thing, the reason that they have these failures that no one talks about. Well, they talk about it, but not as much as they should compared to quarterback issues is the injuries. The Titans have led the league for what seems like the past two to three years in injuries by a mile. It's not even close. And I wanted your take on what do you think causes these injuries? Because a lot of people point, oh, the strength staff, or is it maybe a practice structure or Mike Vrabel thing? And how much is that an issue for the Titans going forward to answer? I think it's a big issue to answer. You've got to figure out what's causing it. Some of it could certainly be bad luck. We know, and you know, as a player in, in college and in playing professionally, that injuries are going to happen. You're going to suffer them. And some guys can play through them. They're not that serious. They're beat up, but they can continue on the field. Uh, some guys can't. They're going to miss time because of these things. And I can't tell you if it's the strength and conditioning staff. That's certainly one thing that you look at and say, okay, what are we doing? How are we doing it? And could this be changed in a way that limits some of these injuries? You know, a lot of that, and you know this better than I, Bruno, the, the soft tissue injury kind of thing that comes from uh, working out and the way that they do things. If they're doing things one way in the weight room and it's causing them to have these issues with soft tissue that lead to injuries on the field that's certainly something it can be addressed but uh that's a little over my pay grade and probably everybody else's i think that's something that the titans uh that would be a question that needs to be asked following the draft once he's had some time to get in and look at things of Rand carthen and of mike vrabel to kind of see what they think uh, has kind of been the issue behind that but there's certainly something that's gone on with it that's caused this Absolutely. Hey, and you mentioned it. NFL draft's coming up. It'll be here before you know it. And for me personally, it doesn't matter how great of a quarterback you have. If you don't have the protection for them, you're throwing a valuable asset in, in a very risky situation. So I'm, I want to stick with Ryan for now, Ryan Tannehill, maybe go tackle. What are your thoughts for the Titans coming up in this draft? You know, there's a lot of mock drafts, and I've done the, you know, there's some of them you can do that are simulators. You can get on there and go through and draft your own players and kind of see how, the, how it plays out, and I've done several of those. But my thing, and you know this, rookie left tackles, no matter how good they potentially are by the time that they become veterans, usually struggle a little bit in the NFL if they're thrown into the game week one of their rookie season. So for me, I would like to see – Yes, you can add an offensive lineman there, but I think in free agency, and I wrote an article today that will be going up shortly on the site about a couple of guys that I like. Now, you're going to have to pay, but you know this, a left tackle in the NFL is a valuable and position, and it's going to cost you some money. But uh, there are a few guys out there in free agency. I won't give the article away as to who I put in there, but I think you've got to go out and get a left tackle that's a veteran, that's a player that can come in and you don't have to worry about struggling now if you want to put a guard next to him that's a rookie that's a, a little bit of a, a better option to me than left tackle perhaps center we still don't know what's going to happen with ben jones is he coming back or is he going to hang it up and then obviously you got to figure out what to do with nate davis will they re-sign him will they let him walk and then what are you going to do with Frere on the uh, right tackle side so there's there's questions across the board there that have got to be answered. But again, to me, you've got to have a veteran at left tackle. I don't want to go into this season with if Friere's the 
right tackle. You've got a rookie left tackle out there. So you've got a guy that struggled a bit at times, partly because he didn't get a lot of help as a rookie last season, and then a total rookie this year coming in on your left side. You're not doing your quarterback any favors with that either, in my opinion. Talking with Greg Arias. You can follow him on Twitter at Greg Arias Sports. Covers Tennessee Titans for alltitans.com. There, there's so many ways. I mean, obviously, we get to sit here and pontificate for the next six months or whatever it is till we actually see the team on the field. But there, in my mind, Greg, it seems like the, the notion when I think Tennessee Titans football offense, it's just always been – running the ball keep I mean didn't matter what coach it is they, they're always wanting to be predicating on running the ball and being effective on the ground the NFL has just clearly surpa- surpassed that type of style and the Titans are really one of the few teams you can maybe put up there with you know maybe the 49ers do it uh, maybe the Browns do it but that's really about it that really predicate running the ball uh, with a power running style uh, it feels like to me the move has to be this offseason shop Derrick Henry around or try to build off of this, you know, this new era of what really football is and go with a more vertical passing attack. Well, I see your point and I get it, but I still think you can win. And I go back to the college game. Now, don't get me wrong. I know college and pros a little bit different, but we've seen college before the NFL go to the air raid and all these throw it all over the place. But you look at Georgia, they can still line up as a college football team and run the ball with power when they need to and dominate the sport. So I don't think that the NFL is that much different in the fact that you can't be a power running team. But what the Titans have got to do, they've got to fix the offensive line, obviously. you got to settle on your quarterback, and if it's Tannehill, if it's Derek Carr, if they go after Aaron Rodgers, whomever, and then you got to get some receivers out there. You look at Philadelphia. They go out and, and trade for A.J. Brown from the Titans. They draft Devontae Smith. Now, I know they came up short in the Super Bowl, but that's a pretty good pair of receivers. The Titans have got Traylon Burks. You go into this draft – you find a receiver there. You maybe find somebody in free agency. You hope that Kyle Phillips can come back. And you put a few weapons out there on the field that can move the football when you have to throw it. And I think you can still run the football. And I think Derrick Henry can be a big weapon for this team moving forward if you fix those other two positions so that he's got some help and not all the weight is on him to run the football 40 times a ball game. How sad should Titans fans be that Jeff Saturday is not the new head coach for the Indianapolis Colts? There's a lot of people are hoping on that one. Well, you know, that's a great question. I don't know much about the new coach other than he's coming in, uh, you know, with a pretty good reputation. But until you get a head coach in there and you see what he's going to do, it's hard to know. I think certainly the Colts in a similar situation to the Titans in that they've got a bunch of holes to address. Um, they've got, in fact, more holes than the Titans. And I mentioned that ranking, the two early power ranking, the Colts were 31st and the Texans were 32nd. So uh, not a lot of respect going on other than for Jacksonville from the AFC South. So we'll just have to wait and see. And kind of the same goes with the Texans. You know, we, D'Amico Ryans comes in as a great defensive mind. Obviously, he did wonderful things in San Francisco, big-time coaching prospect, prospect. 
But uh, what's his what's his staff and what's his team going to look like when he's the head guy making all those decisions? So uh, that's a little bit of a wait and see. And I think we're going to have to wait and see a little bit about the Titans too. What are they going to look like with Tim Kelly? That's a bit of an unknown. How much stock do you put in these uh, like off season? Because a lot of the times these power rankings they're just a continuation of the success of last season. But as we've seen with the NFC East, I mean the Giants, Cowboys, Eagles, the way they turned it around after a historically bad division, you know, it seems like. No one knows. It's all clickbait. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. That, that's what it is. It's designed to uh, get people talking. This particular uh, site that did it was FanDuel. They want people to come on their site. They want people to bet on these things. You know, you take a long shot, you put a 1,000 to 1 on the Texans or whatever the number might be, and the Texans wind up making the playoffs. You know, people are going to make money, but you're trying to get them on your site to to gamble if you're FanDuel. And it gives us something to talk about, and we certainly wrote about that today. Uh, you know, it, at this time of year, there's not a lot going on. We're waiting to go to Indy to get to the Combine and to see the guys work out when we've got some – actual idea of what's going on with that obviously free agency is big what do the teams do because that's going to tell us a lot about what's going to happen in the draft if the titans are able to fix their offensive line in free agency then they're probably going to go draft receivers if they fix the receiver core in free agency then you can look draft so those kind of things are are remain to be seen about you know what's going to happen moving forward with this but it's all speculation at this point nobody knows 100 percent sure are the eagles and the chiefs going to be really good next year in super bowl contenders yes but after that, you know, you can throw a few teams at the top of the board, but then you can throw the rest of them in a pile and kind of drag them out and see, you know, the middle of the pack is going to be a toss-up, I think. Our guest has been Greg Arias. You can cover all his work on alltitans.com, or you can follow him on Twitter at Greg Arias Sports. Greg, thanks so much for coming on, man. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it and enjoyed it. Good stuff from Greg. We'll definitely have Greg on more through the offseason and then obviously into the season as 